The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. Happy Friday, it's Car Smart Friday. Let's go for a ride. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. All right, so first let me just say that I am so freaking excited about two of the podcasts that are coming out next week. I'm excited about all the podcasts, but there's like two of them next week that I'm just like, ugh. The reason why I'm excited about them is because they really stemmed from conversations we've been having inside the pod squad group. So there's a private Facebook group designed specifically for serious listeners of the Shalene show. Why did I wait so long to do this? You guys, you were asking for it for so long and I kept thinking, Oh, it's going to be a pain to manage it. It's going to take up so much time. People are going to like fight. I don't know. I've just had this negative, I guess, connotation about Facebook sometimes, but it has been the dopest thing. It's like seriously my favorite place to hang out right now because I'm getting so much great feedback and ideas and just when you guys start talking like crazy about something, I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you, thank you. It's just great because I really feel like I have my finger on the pulse of what you want next. So because of that, just a reminder, Shaleen Show comes out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Build Your Tribe is Tuesdays and Thursdays and there was a conversation in the pod squad the other day someone's like yeah I don't listen to build your tribe because I don't really want to start a business you need to listen to build your tribe not because you want to start a business but because you want extra money and who doesn't want some extra money honey because that same very same person is the person who said I wish I could come to the Shalene show live I wish I could afford a flight well sister If you listen to Build Your Tribe, you'd be able to because we talk about a lot of things, specifically how to create extra passive income online. You don't always have to run a business. There's lots of cool things you can do. You can become an Amazon affiliate. You can make cool things and sell it on Etsy. If you've got expertise of any kind, you can offer Skype consultations to teach people how to homeschool or how to knit or whatever it is you do. Okay, anyways, enough about that. Let's get to today's topic, which I promised you last week would be a follow-up. How I detoxed off of diet soda but I'm going to go one step further than that and I'm also going to share with you some strategies that we put in place with our kids and our family anytime we were trying to get them to I don't know change their taste buds change the way we were eating like there's a lot of foods that are you know you realize like wait a second this is not healthy and if you just come home that day and say all right guys no more cereal your kids are going to ask to be emancipated You know, if you're having syrup-drenched pancakes and chasing that down with a a large apple juice (laughs) and a banana on the way to school, that's a heck of a lot of sugar. And if it's what your kids love, because I'm sure they do, because it's incredibly addicting, 
you can't just like say, okay, guys, from now moving forward, I've decided we're doing intermittent fasting. Just kidding. I hope you wouldn't do intermittent fasting with your kids, but you just can't rip the rug out from under your family members, whether you're talking about your significant other or your roommates or your children or even your grown children, even yourself. It's easier to do these things gradually. And I think that the diet and the sometimes that diet and fitness community have us thinking in this all or nothing mindset where you just believe you've got to do it all tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, we're not doing this anymore. We're not going to do this anymore for 90 days or 30 days or whatever. And that's just not how it works in most homes. You are going to have your family rebel against you. So let me start with some simple ways that you can begin to gradually change taste buds. Here's one in particular. I've always liked nuts, but I like salted roasted nuts. And so, you know, when I started learning more about what salted nuts are often roasted in and unhealthy ingredients and the processing that's involved, I was like, okay, yeah, I should probably eat raw nuts. But raw nuts didn't taste good. And they don't taste good when you're really used to eating, you know, chocolate-coated salted almonds or whatever. So what I started doing was just switching to lightly salted roasted nuts. Nobody noticed. Then eventually, I started buying raw, let's say for example, um, almonds. Raw almonds and salted roasted almonds. And I would mix them together with the mix being a little more dominant on the salted side. Right, But if you mix them together, your family doesn't notice. And then eventually you start shifting that ratio so there's a little bit more of the raw nuts and fewer of the salted nuts together. So we have these little containers that we keep in our pantry. They're made by, is it OX? OXO, I think? And they're great containers. I'll show them on my Instagram and Snapchat stories so you can see what I'm talking about. But you just pour the nuts into these containers and then eventually we were basically eating almost purely raw nuts because eventually your taste buds begin to change and after a while eating just salted roasted nuts feels too salty and it kind of covers up the taste the creamy taste of say like a cashew or an almond that's one way to do it here's how I did it with diet soda. So as I mentioned in my previous podcast, I was on the level of a full-blown addict when it came to Diet Coke. I've been drinking Diet Coke since middle school. I'm afraid, like I seriously am concerned about what it did, what it's done to my brain. Having Diet Coke every single freaking day for like 35 years? Yeah, 35 years. So if I started drinking diet soda at age like 15 and I'm 50 and well, okay, so maybe like 30 some odd years because I quit in 2015. How did I do it? Because my addiction was so full blown that even as a fitness trainer, every video I filmed, I had diet Coke Yep, sure did, in my dressing room between takes. That's the only thing that I drank. I didn't drink water. I didn't drink juice. I just drank diet soda. And by the gallon full, like I would drink so much. I remember as a personal trainer, the one thing I was like excited about 
when I would wake up like at 4 a.m. to train someone is I knew that there was this little fast food restaurant around the corner that had a drive through open at that hour and I could get a Diet Coke. I could get a 72 ounce Diet Coke. Is that ridiculous or what? I did. Every single day, multiple times a day, I would drive through a drive through and it was like I was a heroin fiend when I would take that first rip off that straw. It was like... <gasps> So when I learned back in 2015 about my brain health, that was a strong enough scare to make some dramatic changes. And I made many of those changes like that day. The one that I could not make the day I got my diagnosis was my Diet Coke. I just, I knew I needed to, but I also knew it was going to need to be gradual because I was, I, I just, it was so much a part of my everyday routine. It was so much a habit that I, it was really an addiction. So here's what I did. First, I tried to just cut back. And then eventually I thought, okay, well, what if I switch to diet Sprite? And I know what you're thinking. Uh, hello. It's still artificial sweeteners. It's still so bad for you, Shaleen. I know. I'm not proud of this. I'm just being honest with you and telling you my thinking and how I did this. And it worked, so stay with me. The reason why I went with Diet Sprite is because I thought, well, it's a little better because it doesn't have the food colorings. And it also, like, and this is me just being honest, I suddenly was, like, embarrassed that I was drinking Diet Coke. Like, I suddenly was like, oh, my gosh. I better hide this. You know, like a closet smoker. And because... Diet Sprite is clear, it got me thinking like it just felt different, like it's clear, like water, like maybe someday I'll be able to drink water and enjoy it. And again, it didn't have that, the food colorings. Okay. Then what I started doing was taking my Diet Sprite and mixing it with a little bit of Pellegrino, kind of watering down my Diet Sprite. Eventually, I was doing half and half, half Diet Sprite, half Pellegrino, lots of ice. And before long, I was able to go straight Pellegrino, just sparkling water, and put a squeeze of lime in it. And on that day, and how long did that take me? Um, I would say a couple of months, if I'm being honest. I probably could have done it sooner, but a couple of months, not bad. Hey, I've got some really exciting news. We are returning. We're back on the road with The Shalene Show Live. In conjunction with my book launch party, I am taping a live episode of The Shalene Show at the Saban Theater in Beverly Hills on April 18th. Now, that is a Thursday. Pod Squad, I would love to meet you. This is going to be really special. I mean, they're all really special because I get to meet you and you guys get to meet each other and they're fun and it's the ultimate girls' night out. And fellas, if you are smart, you should come with your lady or you should come to find yourself the love of your life because I have the smartest, funnest, coolest, most amazing audience and I can't wait for you guys to meet each other. So grab your tickets now. You can find them by going to shaleenshowlive.com. General admission starts at $39 and I don't know if they'll be available at the time that you're listening to this, but we did make just a few special seats available for people who basically want to spend the day with me and Brett and the team. You'll go to lunch with us. You'll hang out backstage. We'll pop some champagne. 
You'll help me pick out my outfit. We'll have a good time. You'll meet the drag queen who happens to be emceeing the show. Like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Hey, don't wait. Go to shaleenshowlive.com, and I will see you on Thursday, April 18th. And dude, I've never gone back. It changed my taste buds. And that's part of this process. You see, so much of the food that we've been consuming and have been that's been marketed to us is frankenfood. And nothing that sweet or that palatable exists in nature. <laughs> we've, you know, genetically modified things and processed them and added sweeteners and and you name it, we've added fat and sugar and, and carbohydrates to foods that become very addictive. And they're so tasty, so unnaturally tasty that it's changed our taste buds. But the good news is you can change your taste buds back. I used to be such a sugar fiend. Like this is, of course, back when I had the Diet Coke addiction, I was so addicted to sweetness. I needed everything to taste like a very, very sweet dessert. So I added packet upon packet upon packet of Splenda to all of my fat-free meals so that I could stay low fat but still have it taste sweet. Little did I know, those were just like cancerous chemicals I was just pouring into myself. P.S. Starbucks, well, they're okay. They do something. But like all every restaurant tour and everyone who ever walks into a restaurant, can we all just say, can you please stop carrying these artificial sweeteners? I mean, at a minimum, offer people real sugar or stevia, stevia in the raw. Sheesh. Okay, on to another topic. So anyways, eventually I got on to just sparkling water, which was great. But ultimately, I wanted to be able to drink just plain water. Now, is there any problem with sparkling water? I am going to answer this as honestly and as fairly as I can. And I can tell you that there haven't been a lot of studies that look at the effects of sparkling water or bubbly water on our gut microbiome. There haven't. There aren't any that we know of terribly damaging ingredients. It's pure water. So what we do know is that it's carbonated. And we don't know the long-term effects of carbonation on our gut microbiome. So what I would say is at the moment, based on what we know, it seems fine. It seems perfectly acceptable. But we, we still don't know if it disrupts the gut. I wouldn't do a ton of it. I would try to learn to drink water if I were you. I think I'm going to have a Pellegrino tonight for dinner. I'm excited about it. I still like to have a Pellegrino or a a sparkling water with my dinner. But in general, the rest of the day, I'm drinking water. Now, once I got on the Pellegrino, I was like, okay, Shalene, you can do it. Let's switch over to water. And I kept trying to force myself to drink water. And I like drinking water. I just don't love drinking water. So I did start drinking water, but I never could drink enough of it because I wasn't looking forward to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, oh man, I'm really craving that water. (laughs) So then I started doing some more research around how I could find ingredients that would help to heal, help in the aid, aiding in the healing of my gut. So I want to caution you when you hear things like bone broth heals your gut lining or celery juice heals your gut lining. None of those things heal anything. They aid the body in the healing of leaky gut. So 
the ingredients I'm about to mention to you, they all aid in digestion. They aid in metabolic response. They aid in the healing of leaky gut and metabolism and so many other things. So a thermogenic response. What I added to my water to start with was a little lemon juice, some strained ginger, a dash of cayenne pepper, and a few drops of stevia. What does that taste like? It's amazing. (laughs) It tastes delicious. And it had that kick. Some people don't like the cayenne. So Brett doesn't love the cayenne. I like a lot of cayenne. So when we make our batch at home every week, we always fight over how much cayenne we're going to put in it. And I usually win. But anyways, so that cayenne pepper, something about it gave the lemon ginger just enough kick that it was like, Ooh, yeah, like that's what I used to get from the Diet Coke. Like, I don't know that I liked the taste of Diet Coke, but I liked that sting. Do you know what I mean? I loved the sting of Diet Coke and the cayenne pepper gave me that that sting back, right? So I started drinking this concoction of a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of ginger and a dash of cayenne pepper and then just a little bit of sweetness with a little bit of sweetness with the stevia. You don't have to add a lot. Of course, it's up to you. And by the way, I will put a link to that recipe in our show notes. You're welcome. I'll also put a link to, I think we have a video too. I'm sure that we do. It's part of the one through one method is that I I encourage people to drink 75 ounces of water per day. How I do that is by filling up three water bottles at night. The night before, I fill up three water bottles with lemon ginger water, sometimes four. And my first bottle of water in the morning is usually plain water. And I know a lot of people like to do warm water in the morning. I don't. I don't love warm water. I just do regular water. And there isn't any research that shows that the warm water helps with digestion or starting your metabolism. I know everybody says that. And I say to them, show me any research because I've looked up and down and up and down and up and down and I can't find any. It doesn't mean it's not true. It just means we don't have any research to support it. And it drives me crazy when everybody repeats the same thing because I heard everybody else repeat it and no one has any research to back it up. So we really don't know if it's true. It's certainly not harmful to drink warm water and it's certainly not harmful to drink cold water. Duh. Anyways, what do you think the water is in nature? It's cold. Anyways, so my first bottle of water is usually plain water and then I'll have my fat burning coffee in the morning and then I do the additional three bottles. So I drink anywhere from 75 to 100 ounces of water now a day. Look at me. Look at me. The girl who was thought she would go to her grave drinking diet soda is now a water girl. How about them apples? Anything you want to get off of and stop doing, I believe personally, and I'd love to hear what you are, you know, which one is a better representation of how you like to do things. I think some people are all or nothing and some people are prefer a gradual transition. I, for all things, I like a gradual transition. My mom, she's an all or nothing kind of girl. Like, you know, she's like, okay, what are we doing? And she starts it the next day, like, boom. You know, and I think a lot of people, they like that. They're like, okay, I'm all in. Let's go. And they need to stop things cold turkey. These are the people who quit smoking in one day. These are the people who decide they're going to stop drinking and they do it in like one day. These are the people who say they're going to exercise. They say they're going to start tomorrow. And then from that day forward, they exercise every day of their life. I'm a gradual kind of girl. And I think when it comes to your family 
especially if you have children who it's like, oh, I just can't get them to do this or to do that or to do this. Be creative. If every morning your kids are doing a sugar-laden start to their day where they're getting sugary cereal and or fruit or muffins and pastries and or Pop-Tarts, whatever it is, if it's loaded with carbohydrates and sugar, it's not doing them any favor. So how are you going to get them off that when they love it? Really simple. You just wake up one day and you serve them whole eggs, yep, whole eggs and bacon and maybe some toast. And when they complain, you say, no, they'll love it. And you don't have to do it every single day. You just do it once a week. And then before long, you can do it twice a week. And then before long, you're serving them a variety of things. And before long, they're asking for it. And then you start looking at lower cereals that are lower in sugar. Please. Okay, here's what I want you to do. Add up the amount of sugar grams that are in a serving of cereal, which P.S., no one actually has a single serving. Because if you look on the back of the box, it's like, I forget. I think it's a half a cup of cereal is a serving. Whatever it is, most people just, they just pour until their bowl is full, which is like three servings. And then you add to that milk and you're looking at a breakfast that's higher in sugar than six donuts. You add the milk and the cereal and you throw in an apple juice, holy sugar amole. I mean, you are setting your kid up for so many risks of obesity, the risk of cancer, heart disease, type two diabetes. Like we've got to stop with the sugar, y'all. That is so unnatural, that is so unhealthy. And if these, you love those kids. So why are you poisoning them? Because they want it, that's what they want. Really? Who's the parent here? Who's the parent here? Yeah. All that stuff, like look at the label and see how much sugar is contained in what it is you're serving to your kids. And then slowly, gradually make a change. You don't have to do it overnight. Don't make a big deal about it. Don't talk about your children's weight. Don't talk about their body. Don't talk about their shape. Don't talk about losing weight. Talk about health, right? But the less you talk about it and the more you manipulate them, the more likely you are to be successful. Like just, you know, they're little ninjas themselves. So you got to be a ninja mom. And you got to figure this stuff out. You got to be sneaky about it. You slowly and gradually wean them off the bad stuff and onto the good stuff. And before long, your kids will be thriving and they'll never know the difference. And if they ask, hey, mom, where's the fill in the blank? You just go, yeah, I know. I look for it and the store was out, honey. I'll pick it up next time. Those little white lies will never hurt them. It's in their best interest. So you have permission to do so. All right, guys, I'm home. And I'm going to have my dinner and a Pellegrino tonight. Let me know what you thought. Jump on the pod squad. Jump into the conversation. We want to hear what you have to think. And don't forget to make sure you're subscribed. Okay, because this is you're just going to have to do this. You're going to have to, from now on, you're going to have to go, okay, if I'm going to get through the Shaleen Show and Build Your Tribe, that's five episodes a week. I guess I better, like, this better be my morning routine. I need to wake up and start my day with a podcast instead of social media. Yeah, there's an idea for it. I guess you could binge listen on the weekends, but that's no fun. So keep yourself up to date. Get subscribed, listen to the episodes, and don't forget to stop by Instagram or Snapchat. Take a screenshot of the episode. Let me know you listened. Post it up to your story. 
Be sure to tag me and that way I'll know. All right, that's it for now. I hope you had an awesome week. Thanks for spending time with me. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you Monday.